Hello, everybody. I just wanted to uh, give you by way of intro that there's a little bit of a technical hiccup that we have that I had to cut from the episode. Happens around 24 minutes. We start hearing some static on Smitty's end, um, and I had to go in and cut eh, about a minute and a half, two minutes. Um, not a big deal, but you'll start hearing something, and then um, Smitty's audio issues clear up, and so... Um, yeah, just wanted to give you a little intro and say hello and welcome back to the show. All right, thanks. Enjoy the show. Welcome to episode 12 of the Smitty FM podcast. I am your co-host, Justin Smitty Smith. And with me, as always, is my faithful co-host, the Sam to my Steve, Ryan Guy Amy. I, I don't get that reference. Come on. <laughs> the Sam to my Steve. Come on. Yeah. Is it, Mar- yeah, come on. Is it Marvel related? Yes. Oh, gosh. Oh, Sam, Sam Wilson and Steve Rogers? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Yes. Stupid nerd. Uh, okay. Wait, why do you get to be the guy that gets to say on your left? Because you're running by me. <laughs> and watch. We've 12 episodes in, and if you haven't caught on, I always pick the better of the two. That's not. Because I, I get to do the intro, so uh, I get to set the terms. Although, although, in this scenario... I would be the guy coming in at Endgame saying on your left on in your ear. So Okay, fantastic. Good for you. You know what? I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> Good. Good. Oh my goodness. So, hi. Hi. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> I like how our intros always start so confrontational. Well, I mean, sometimes you confuse me and then I'm like I I, I sit there and I'm like, I don't get that reference. <laughs> You should get all of them. They're all pretty. I I would hope. Pretty so far. Yeah. yeah. Sam and Steve, I should have gotten. I you didn't give me the last names, so that's what threw me off. You know. Yeah. <laughs> or else it would have been too obvious. Yes. <laughs> well, I could have said the Falcons and my Captain America. That's too. That's way too easy. It's too out there. Yeah. It's way too easy. Like. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway. We've talked about this for too long. <laughs> We dwelt on this for too long. <laughs> How you doing, yeah. man? <laughs> I'm good. Uh, I'm, yeah. It shows me. I feel like, okay, we're good. And then, nope, you're going to confuse and we have the roadblock. Uh, yeah, you know. i got to keep you on your toes. Uh, you know? <laughs> yes, I am good. Uh, yeah. It's It actually feels a little weird to be recording again since we have uh we did not record last week with the bonus episode being put out that's correct but uh yeah so it's been a couple of weeks since we've recorded and like i was like having to remind myself throughout the day i'm like oh yeah okay we're recording tonight <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know i had the same thing i'm like oh uh tonight we watched uh the new space jam movie with the boys and i was like i can't forget we got us. We've got the podcast again tonight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One yeah. week off and it just like throws, throws everything off. Yep. You're like, oh, oh, I, there's other things we can do with our Saturday night, but no, we're here for the podcast. We yeah. got we got people listening to us. 
Yeah. Find out Confirm. A few people are a little saying. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Jimbo and Mrs. Smitty and Mama Smitty. There you go. There you go. Three faithful listeners. We're, yeah. Man, the air's getting thin up here, Smitty. It's getting, <laughs> it's, get, it's getting real thin up here. Oh, we're, we're hitting that mountaintop. <laughs> oh, my uh, goodness. But yeah, so it's good to be back on. Uh, That's right. You know, uh, got a couple of weeks to start to talk about, but I don't have too much. Uh, last weekend, we did have a early, I guess, one of two birthday parties for my oldest, little Smitty Red. Yep. Because this coming Friday, the 23rd, is his sixth birthday. They grow up so fast. Yeah. I know. It's, I don't like it. But <laughs> I, that's just the way the world works, I guess. Yeah. But uh, he had his first ever, like, friends, like, friends from school birthday party. Nice. Thanks, COVID. <laughs> well, not even that, but just, like... Last year, like, you know, by this point last year, like, he, like, still didn't, like, he knew some of the kids, but, like, yeah, COVID had, like, kind of stopped the school year, and... Yeah. But, like, uh, you know, it's just in the, the fact that, like, this year being old enough, like, to kind of be, like, yeah, like, I like these kids, and, like, with schools now, like, if you invite at school, you have to hang out and invite everyone, and most of the kids from his class were able to come... You know, few of them had stuff that, you know, they just couldn't make it. But like, yeah. Uh, every week he goes. Uh, Mrs. Smitty takes him to. There's this like art studio on Leroy. Okay. And he does like an art class because he's, like, he gets artistic stuff from his mama, not me. I am yeah. not an artistic <laughs> person, like at all. And he loves coloring and painting and creating yeah. and. So every week he goes to his art studio for an art class, and he loves it, and the teacher there just, like, loves him. So we went to that, and, like, we did his birthday party there at the nice. art studio. That's fun. And it was, like, one of those where, like, you know how people, like, post on, like, Facebook, how, like, they would go to those things, and, like, the art person has, like, this is the picture we're making, and then the oh, people, yeah. like, make it. Yeah. Well, they did that. He got the pic. Uh, there's, do you know what Pete the Cat is? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, you forget, oh, yeah. I, I worked with preschool children for a long, long time. Well, I, well, I knew that, but I don't know how far back Pete the Cat goes. I believe, I actually, I think as a character, I think he's almost 20 years old. Okay. He's been around see, a while. because I'm just learning about him, so that is true. I don't for know you, how... Yeah, for you, you have no idea. It's fairly new, so yes. I don't know how far back. Mm-hmm. So I and I know that your boys are older than mine, so I mm-hmm. I just didn't know if you were familiar. Yeah. So their class, they did a lot, I guess, with Pete the Cat this year. So they were able, like, he was able to pick that as like the picture, and so like the art teacher Mandy, she had painted one as a display, and then like. It was a demonstration, and she already had painted, and then she had, like, canvases out for all the kids, or, like, a basic outline, like, kind of drawn in, and they got to, like, all do their own, like, a different colored background and different, like, and so they all got to, like, paint their own Pete the Cat painting okay. that they got to take home. And nice. 
he had a blast. Like, he loved doing it and had fun with a lot of the kids. And that he just awesome. had a really good day. It was a really good day. And he just, he had so much fun just, like, being with friends. And, and like I said, and he was getting to paint and be artistic. And he just, he loves that. So, so that was cool. Uh, not much this week. And then... Uh, to, just today we had a family party. My cousin, her oldest, is he just graduated high school, so it was like a birthday graduation party for him. And she uh, very generously included little Smitty Red in with both his graduation from UPK and his birthday. Very cool. So he had fun with that, and we just had a good time uh, seeing family and various people and nice it was good that sounds awesome yeah that sounds super cool all right i will get comfy and (laughs) you get the first island on your awesome vacation trip that you had yeah uh yeah it was fun it was a good trip that's all I got. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> good night, everybody. Good night. Uh, no, we um, so uh, last uh, last Saturday um, we went on a little trip. We drove to a very small rural town with not much cell reception called Sugar Grove, Pennsylvania. Um, <laughs> that sounds like a town that wouldn't have cell reception or like Wi-Fi. Yes, um, we stayed at an Airbnb farmhouse, um, and it was very very nice. Uh, the the uh, owners it would most Airbnbs I think are designed to where you don't really have interaction with the people you're renting from. Um, yeah, I think a lot of times it's like. At the just at the actual house, and like they're not there, and they're not there, or it's like uh, the first one that we were gonna stay at, uh, which was out in New Hampshire. That one was gonna be um, the upstairs part of a two floor house, and we weren't going to be interacting with, with them at all. They like they were gonna have like a key or whatever set out for us to just go up in, like a separate entrance, okay. but um, but this one it was it was not like that. But they were super nice. Very, very nice people. Very nice family. They had, um, the top floor area was huge. I mean, there was three bedrooms up there. The room that the, that the boys stayed in, I think was bigger. I think it's bigger than like our own master bedroom in our house. Um, wow. Yeah, it was, it was huge. They had two single beds in there. Um, so it kind of looked like, uh, like what you see in movies and TV, like full house or something like that, where they've got the, you know, the two kid beds in the one room. Um, and, uh, yeah, they had, they had a bunch of animals outside. They had a, um, let's see, they had a goat, two sheeps, uh, sheeps, sheep, sheep, right? Sheep. Yeah. Sheep. Uh, I had to work through that in my head. (laughs) I was gonna be like, I put it in with sheep eye. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, a, a bunch of chickens, uh, a couple roosters, um, a couple geese, a couple ducks. Like we're hitting the whole old McDonald song here. <laughs> yeah. um, except they didn't have any cows, but they did have one alpaca, 
and uh, and for those that don't know, alpacas are very similar to llamas. Um, but I believe their their wool, uh, their coat is is um, much softer than a llama's. I think maybe llamas are also used for their wool, but um, this alpaca in particular was very cool looking because uh, it had yeah. the shaggy hair covering its eyes. So you felt oh, it like looks emo. Yeah, a little bit. You, you, you it, no, not emo. More like um, more like a hippie. More like a. Uh-huh. Yeah, more like a like goat yoga hippie kind of kind of guy. Uh, he was very funny looking, but like it was it was like he was staring. Like you think maybe he was looking at you, but he's just nom, nom, and you're just chewing, just chewing as he's like saying. It. I'm like, I can't tell if he's looking at us or not, but this is weird. This is funny. So, um, so that was fun. Uh, the 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 place we stayed at was definitely very nice. Um, and, uh, it was very, it rained, I think, like, every day that we stayed. Um, so that kind of put a damper on things a little bit, literally. Um, but we were kind of going to, yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, I got puns. Yeah, what what of it? Um, (laughs) and... Yeah, it's it's an old DNA. That's right. (laughs) That's right. Uh... But I mean, the main the main goal kind of what we were going for like was stuff that was going to be inside anyways. So um, on our like second day there, because first day we kind of just arrived, kind of chilled out a little bit, um, you know, ordered out for dinner and stuff. Oh, but every morning they made breakfast for us, for us. Nice. Oh, dude, it was it was I think bacon every morning. First morning was like eggs. Uh, they had avocado toast and stuff. Oh my gosh, it was so good. Oh, and they had Amish bread. So it was like homemade Amish breads. Oh my gosh, my mouth is watering just talking about it. It was so good. It was so good. Uh, the second morning was like pancakes, and I think our last morning. Um, oh gosh, I can't remember. Oh, they made these things that they called, um, they had a special name for them. I'll have, I'll have to find out. I'll text you later. But it was just bagels with like an egg, uh, like cooked on top of it as the, ba- like, like they're toasting the bagel on the frying pan with the egg. It was, it was awesome. Like it was so, so good. It was delicious. Like, oh, oh my gosh. So, um, but the rest of the meals we kind of had to figure figure our own stuff out for but um it was all right because there were there were quite a few options uh in the area it was just you had to drive a little bit because <laughs> it's like the middle of nowhere in pennsylvania so um but uh but anyways yeah so uh grace and i we want to open our own board game cafe at some point and so uh we grace found this place called the magic bean uh that was in a town about an hour away from where we were staying called Bradford, Pennsylvania. And this place was awesome. The guy was so nice who was the owner there. He was very, very nice, very friendly. Uh, shout out to Rocco. Rocco, I, I don't know if you're ever going to listen to this, but if you ever do, <laughs> I'm giving you a shout out because you were awesome. Uh, he was so helpful, um, answered like all of our questions about like what it takes to start up, all that stuff, uh, and just kind of, you know, like gave us a lot of inspiration, kind of reinvigorated, like, you know, the ambition for it. Um, 
and uh, yeah, it was just it was really really neat. Um, and he showed us his he's got like two parts to the store. The part that you go in with the food, and then you got the other part where it's like a little more serious gaming with like D and D. Uh, that was some good balance in there, Smitty. Uh, I know for for an audio medium, Smitty was balancing something on his microphone, and it was very impressive. Uh, I mean, it's a pretty it's a flat top, so it's yeah. Hey, it's hey. not that impressive. <laughs> I it looks impressive. Just go with it. Just go with it. Take the okay, compliment. sure. Take the compliment. Uh, okay. <laughs> so. Um, the other area is like a little more serious with like Dungeons and Dragons and Magic the Gathering, like that sort of stuff. And the one room that he had set aside for Dungeons and Dragons, they had <clears throat> taken uh, paintings and like made the walls look like stained glass paintings, but with uh, the different shaped dice that you use for D and D. And it was awesome. Like it was so cool. Uh, one moment, I need to take a drink. Uh, fill, fill time. Fill air. <laughs> drinking water we're all just drinking I, I don't know put me on the spot I put you on the spot sorry bud um, yeah. but uh, yeah it was super awesome they, he was really nice and then um, I think we kind of uh, oh I found um, I found this uh, guy who was selling um, beard wash I needed I needed a new I needed a new like beard wash and uh we we checked out um this other little town the next day uh called warren pennsylvania and that was that was closer to where we were staying and um there was like a there's like a like a little show going on like a little town fair type of thing but there weren't that many people there um but they were singing and oh my gosh they're (sighs) smitty we've talked about how we're getting old right yeah. They were singing songs, uh, I think, by Lit. Um, <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh gosh, there was one more, but I'm like, oh no. These are like considered like classic songs now because they're like 20 years old. And I'm like, oh no. Yeah, we've talked about that. <laughs> oh no. And, uh, and but the really sad thing was Grace and I would notice like the singer it was it was a woman she wasn't moving like she was just standing there just just singing the notes like no stage presence and not, it's not to say that you have to be moving to have stage presence but she didn't have stage presence and she wasn't moving <laughs> she was just giving the notes and so, she was singing not performing that's right exactly she was singing not performing so um. But, uh, but yeah, so we wandered around that a little bit because I think we were looking for something in the area and just to see, like, what was what was going on in town. And um, and there was a guy with a big table, and he had a bunch of beard stuff. And so we took a few of the scents, uh, like, to, te- you know, take a, take a smell. And uh, I settled on a scent called The Wise Man. And I took a, took a bottle for the beard wash. It's a very strange consistency. It's like it's almost like a lotion that you that you put on that you wash into your beard. Like it, right. it comes out almost like a not liquid soap, but more I would say more like a lotion, like a little bit thicker, like a lotion. Um, but it All feels right. but it feels great and it smells really good. It smells really good. 
So there you go. That's yeah. all that matters. That's right. So and then what else did we? Oh, then we took a we took a trip to. We were looking for a place in Jamestown later that day called Arcade Treasures, but when we got to where it said the GPS was, uh, we were looking and we're like, I think this is it, but it's just like a brick building with no way to get in. And so I kind of turned around and found a shop that was kind of close by, and um, and I and I asked, I was like do you know anything about a place called Arcade Treasures? And the lady was like, oh, I think it's supposed to be in that building, but um, but I think they're renovating it. And so I'm not sure where he is, if he's got a, um, if he's got like a temporary place that he's doing business. But as far as I know, he's not. So I was like, oh, that's a bummer. And then as I was walking back to the van, Grace found uh, that four years ago, that building uh, had had a fire in it. Uh, I guess a pretty serious fire, and so that's why there was like those big cement, like median things in front of it. And um, so we were like, "Oh, that's a bummer." But then we found uh, this place called Gamers Haven, uh, which was a gigantic used and new game store, which also had some magic cards and Pokemon cards and stuff as well. Um, and that that place was cool. The guy who helped us, not so cool. Uh, he was. I won't go into specifics. I've told you privately what yeah. what exactly happened, um, but we didn't didn't really appreciate a little bit of an interaction involving, of all things, dice. So um, it was very strange. It was very awkward. Um, but we did end up spending a little bit of money there. Uh, and then um, from there, we went to a comic book store. Uh, and it was the opposite. It was awesome. The guy who was there by himself, uh, big, pretty big store to be running by himself. Um, and it was awesome. Like, he had so many cool things. I forgot to tell you, I bought, a, uh, I bought two uh, issues of the... There's like a spin-off Ninja Turtles comic called The Last Ronin. Yeah, I've yes. heard about that. I haven't started reading it yet. Um, uh, but it looked really cool and he he sold it on me. Like I was like, okay, I got to get at least the first I've two heard, issues. Yeah, I haven't read it, but I've heard really good things about it. Okay. Yeah, it was it was really good. So, uh, are really cool to find that, and the guy was super nice. Gave us his business card, and he's like, "Yeah, if you're ever in the area again, stop on in." Um, you know, like like uh, you know, boys are always welcome. All that stuff, like just come on in, and, and you know. So he was very very nice. Lots of cool collectibles. Um, nice. I don't know. Oh, we found this really cool thing. Grace's dad isn't gonna isn't gonna listen to this, so I'm 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 okay. <laughs> I'm okay to say we got him for his birthday. We found a comic book about Martin Luther King Jr. Oh, uh, yeah. So it was like it's really neat. Like okay, um, and so yeah. So we found that, and then, um, and then on our last day. Uh, we just kind of we had breakfast in the morning and um, left. I want to say probably around ten, 
I think, 9.30, 10 o'clock. Drove back home, um, just kind of chilled out that last day, uh, and, like, unpacked. So many bags. So many bags. Like, we didn't think we were going to be taking as much as we were going to, uh, but, like, bringing stuff to entertain ourselves while we were there and maybe not, like, at shops or whatever, like, if we're bringing stuff back to that, you know, back to the Airbnb or whatever. Um, not to mention buying a few things. Yeah, exactly. You always come back for more stuff. Yeah. And we were like, oh, goodness. So it was like five trips back and forth, (laughs) you know, uh, bringing stuff in. And, um, but yeah, it was, it was nice to get away. Uh, I think the boys needed it. Um, it was challenging at times with the boys. (laughs) Um, I mean, they're both around the same age and. You know, they one if one of them wasn't set on doing one thing, the other one was antagonizing them. Like it was just, but then other times they were in like perfect harmony. Uh, but but then sometimes they were in perfect harmony to antagonize us, and it was like, God, my gosh, we were just like, uh, and uh, so, but no, it, it was a good time. We had fun, uh, the boys enjoyed it, and um. We definitely look forward to going back there again. Like we already said that uh, we might we might go back there sometime uh, again, maybe next year because it was just it was wonderful. Like the 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 hosts were very nice and uh, yeah, we just had we had a lot of fun with it. So it was good. It was a lot awesome. Of, it was a good time. Yeah. Glad glad to hear that you had a good trip. Was a bummer for me personally because I think, as we've said during our work weeks, we tend to talk a lot during the week, so a little lonesome. Yeah. My mornings usually my morning phone calls with you, and yeah. they were not there. So, but hey, I'm hello, guys. We're back. Sorry about the technical difficulties there. Uh, just you know, yeah. part of the show. <laughs> now the, yeah. Not a clue what happened, why it happened, or how it got better. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, I I was told uh, by the guy that helped me. Um, quick thing, actually, that oh, like this week, Smitty may sound a lot better because I'm hoping. Yeah, I had a friend who was able to uh, help me figure out how to get his audio directly recorded because I found out I was recording his audio from uh, the speakers at my computer onto my microphone. So that's why he might have sounded kind of uh, bad. So there's no other word for it. Just just sounded kind of bad. So now the audio quality on Smitty's end should be much better. Uh, and uh, just, you know, now with that, of course we have a new challenge of, you know, something going wonky with your with your microphone, you know? Yeah. Just just can't be Man, a smooth, a smooth show. <laughs> we're, we're aiming to get a laptop. So yes. hopefully I don't have to deal with whatever is going on with my phone and yeah no you're, that, you're good looking to, get, looking to get another mic after that so yeah, yeah. no you're back you're back to good just had a little hiccup All but right. uh but anyways yeah uh i'll just wrap up yeah we just came back home and um <clears throat> unexpectedly isaiah got to spend like one more night with us we thought maybe he's going back uh back with his mom um the uh the the day that we got back from vacation um but instead, he he ended up staying another night with us and had fun with us uh, doing that. And 
um, yeah, it was uh, it was a great time. So, um, yeah, that's all that's all I got. That's all I got for that. Excellent. Yeah. It's so. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so we were talk. Uh, I think I think it happened. I think it got announced. It was the week you going into your vacation. That's right. So late last week before I left, Nintendo made an announcement that they are coming out with a new Switch, a new new Nintendo Switch called the Nintendo Switch OLED Edition. Um, Very creative. Very creative. Basically, they, they have made some updates to the base model Nintendo Switch, which I have, I think you have version 2.0, because you got oh, it last yeah. year for Christmas. Yes, uh, because they they upgraded a processor in the Switch that you have, which give which like almost doubled the battery life of the original Switch. Like oh, wow. not not a better battery, just a more efficient processor that uses less battery power. So okay. yeah. Um, but uh, this Switch OLED, it is you. It has a slightly larger screen, um, still the same like form and size, but the screen actually takes up more space um, on like the tablet part. Uh, it's better kickstand. Better, ki- better. It goes kickstand. across the whole back, and it's uh, adjustable almost the entire way, which is really neat. Um, yeah. And the dock has that's some like improvements. The, that's like the only aspect that I'm like jealous of. Yeah, the the kickstand like the thing. The current one just has just that tiny little yeah like leg that doesn't like if it gets bumped, it's it's down. Oh, it's down. Yeah, yeah. The it's it's like a bicycle peg. Like it's just yeah. yeah. It's it's barely anything. Um, and then uh, they also updated the dock. It's going to have uh, a wired, uh, an option for a wired internet connection, um, which there is an option for that on the Switch dock, but you just have to buy, uh, some, uh, they call it a dongle, basically. It's a weird name for it. It's just something that plugs into the USB thing in the back of the dock, and then you plug in um, you pl- uh, you plug in the LAN, the Ethernet cable into that part, and then it plugs in there. So you can hardwire it, but now... You can hardwire it without that extra nonsense. So, um, and uh, it's white. It's like a very like metallic white. It looks really neat. Um, and it comes out the same day as Metroid Dread uh, on your birthday on October eighth. Okay. Uh, it is going to retail at three hundred fifty dollars. So an extra fifty dollars for those improvements uh, over the original Switch. Um, it's it's weird like most people you know like i listen to shows that are more geared for hardcore gamers like myself who like to stay in the news loop and a lot of them have had to like give a uh, what they call a hard truth and say that it is this is not be this is not a system catering to hardcore gamers this is for People who recognize the Nintendo name as being the, like, video game name. Uh, But also, like, you know, this is something that people aren't really going to know a big difference about. They're going to see that it has a bigger, nicer screen. And if they can afford it, they're probably going to buy it. Um, 
So uh, I'm not mad at Nintendo for for making this. I mean, they're gonna take advantage of the Switch name, and it's selling like crazy. And um, you know, the Switch Lite is the cheaper entry point, and you know, most people don't care about you know having 4K graphics and you know like the highest resolution best looking stuff like they just want fun games to play and if you want fun games to play most of the time you look for nintendo because they are the ones that have mario and zelda and smash brothers and mario kart and uh pokemon and you know all these games that are synonymous with a lot of people's childhoods so yep um you, you're going to get one coming out on your birthday. you going to no. put it on your wish list? Uh, no. Why not? Uh, seeing as how <laughs> I, you know... Just got one. <laughs> not have not even a year into owning my current one. And, yeah, I'm very content <laughs> with the Switch I have. Like yeah. I said, the only thing that I wish would be about the kickstand, but... Yeah. Not going to drop $350 for a better <laughs> kickstand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I I had a fleeting moment where I was like, oh, I could trade in my Switch and get this new one. Um, but, uh, no, I mean, unless unless it falls into my lap somehow, I'm, I'm not going to purchase this. Not to mention, it's probably going to be impossible to find on day one anyways, um, as most new hardware is uh, these days. So, I mean, and as I've said before, I've never been a day one, yeah, per- like I mean, case in point, which has been out what four, five years now. Switch is out four years now, yeah, yeah, and I yeah. just got one this past December, yeah. so I've never been concerned with getting a system or phone or anything like day one as soon as it comes out, yeah, yep, same here. Uh, one of the guys I listened to, he he's a big proponent for um, buying a system like a console late in its life cycle just because there is so much uh, great stuff to play on a system that lasts a long time Um, you know and like most of the time like if you're if you as a family are not really into all the news of video games the your kids will be excited for whatever they can play on. So, you know, like, uh, there's stories that I hear of people getting PS3s for the first time and their kids are thrilled, you know? And that, you know, they almost closed down the PS3 digital store because, you know, they they didn't feel... Sony didn't feel like it was worth keeping those that store active and online because not a lot of people were using it. But there was enough outcry that they were like, okay, we will not close this store down. Uh, we will keep it open. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, there's, um, you know, just it, it, it doesn't matter really when you get, you know, a, a console just as long as, you know, you enjoy it. And, I mean, there's no I, – I don't like the gatekeeping mentality of if you're a true gamer, then you're – constantly got the new hardware and you know all that stuff like no I'm, I'm a gamer if i play games my thing is i've honestly never understood getting a brand new system day one mm. because there's almost always issues almost there's always issues like yeah. a software issue that then two months down the road they have to update or do this or do this yeah 
So, like, I've never understood because I've heard so many cases of people buying a system day one and then there being just this glitch or this error or this problem and then them having to go through hoops to either get it updated or replaced or... Like, yeah. But when you wait a year or more, whatever's put out is the better version. Yes. So I've never understood dropping the money that people do for a new system when you're almost guaranteed that when it's brand new. And like in this case, not a new system. Yeah. Updated Switch. Yeah. But like when people buy brand new, like the newest system, like day one, like... I mean, if that's your prerogative, go ahead. But that's yeah. not mine. Yeah, no, and and it's it, it is important for you know for for these companies to have people behind a system on day one. Like it is important, but those people, unless something changes and I have to stay up to date, you know, with the most current hardware for all these things, I, it's not going to be me. You know, like I'm going to wait. I yeah. think, like I said. I, uh, the Switch was the closest I've ever bought something at to its launch, and I bought it five months after it came out. So, um, but yeah, usually, yeah, there's almost always something going wrong with this with a, a you know a new piece of hardware as soon as it comes out, and then they hammer out the bugs and and all that stuff. And yeah, like six months to a year later, then you're good normally. So. But, uh, but yeah, so I'm excited for it. I'm excited for people to, to get their hands on it who want it and want a better screen to look at when they're playing in handheld mode. I do play a lot in handheld mode, so I feel like it would be something that if I happen to get it at some point, I would enjoy the nicer screen. Um, but uh, And same here, because, yeah, I, more yeah. often than not, I'm playing it handheld, not on my TV. Yeah, yeah. So... Um, yeah, but if I don't get it, I'm not gonna complain. Like my my switch is working just fine and yep. does exactly what it needs to do. So, um, but uh, yeah, so I think that's all we need to say about that. You know, it's just something yep. that you know Nintendo's definitely within our little uh, atmosphere of of things we keep up with. So, um, yes. figured we should probably mention that. But uh, moving on from that. Uh, Smitty, I think you like music, right? A little bit. A little bit. You like seeing bands live? A little bit. A little bit. I have I have been known to go to a concert or two or a yeah. hundred. Or a hundred. <laughs> That's right. You really like music. And yeah. you really like talking about the bands that you have seen live, correct? Correct. Okay. So uh, we are back at With it. all that being said. With all that being said... We're back at it with Has Smitty Seen Them? And uh, yeah, buddy. <laughs> I have a doozy of a band for you, my friend. All right. And it's a band that we have seen together multiple times. So I okay. get to be in on the stories with this one. And this band is a is a funky band called Pillar. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Pillar. As soon as you said we have seen them numerous times, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Obviously, yes, I yes. have seen them. Yes. Uh, you got me into Pillar. That's right. And that is 
I will say that is very rare for our friendship <laughs> because pretty much I any anyone introducing the other one to music, it yeah. was me to you. You helped shape my musical tastes post high school because no, I I was listening I I was I was listening to you were only Christian stuff. Christian music. Yes. And which because is not a bad it's not a bad and, thing. Yeah. I but, but you like, were like, hey, time, I can I can help you broaden your horizons a little bit. Yeah. At that time I was like, I get it because kind of where you were in life before that, you kinda of like grasped onto that concept a lot. Yes. And I'm like, that's cool. And it wasn't like I was then being like, Okay, but here's this death metal band. <laughs> it was Yeah. You know, you know, never bands that were like pushing um it wasn't cannibal bands that were pushing like against you or like your your faith or your thoughts or stuff it was just like opening up like oh you like this band okay here's this mainstream band that's pretty close that you'll probably like yes you weren't introducing me to cannibal corpse yeah. <laughs> Which, Gosh. Good on you for knowing that that's a band. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had no choice when we were recording uh, Smitty FM in the studio, and there were like two different posters up on the wall, I think. <laughs> yeah. And those this is true. Those covers are disturbing. Like, yes. There's they're burned but, in my memory. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. So for for the most part in our friendship, it was yes. me introducing you to music. Yes. But this is one of the rare instances where you were really big in the pillar and you were like, dude, I think you would like this band. And yes. I did. Yes. Like, especially the where do you want to, sorry, where you want to be? No, that's taking back Sunday. It's, uh, <laughs> where do we go from here? That's right. There you go. Hey, hey, I'm I, like, Smitty, I I'm got to like, go. Oh, wait, that's the wrong band. That's right. I've got a horn. I'm going to toot it. I'm going to toot my horn yeah. because I introduced yeah. you to a band. <laughs> yeah. I uh, got me into them and that album was like, I totally it's their best one. that album. It's their best one. Yeah. Yeah. Like I listened to one or two, I think they had one or two before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, two. And, they had two before that. Yeah. And then I've listened to a couple after and, some of them were good, but yeah, the where do we go from here? Front to back, a really good album. Absolutely. And then, yeah, so then you and I saw them numerous times. You were a part of their fan club, fan no, street team. There you go, street team. Yep, street uh, team. The underground That's street army teams were a thing. Yep. Yes, the underground army. That's right. Uh, you were in that, and so we would go to shows and like the bassist Kalel. Yep. Yeah, uh, he was kind of like uh, of the group. He was like the guy who would interact with the street team members a lot. Yeah. So like after shows, you would get to go talk to him, and yeah, yeah, we saw them uh, numerous times at Icon. Yes. So I can't remember if it was called Club Icon or just Icon. I think it was, it was just Icon. I think it was the Icon. I think that's what the it was. Icon. The Icon. Yeah. And I believe we've mentioned this venue. Maybe before I, I think can't so. remember. I think we have. Yeah. Uh, for what anyone, a dump! What a dump! Uh, <laughs> terrible venue. Terrible. Terrible venue. venue. So bad. But, but they hosted 
so many good concerts. They really did. They really did. Like, Terrible venue, good choice in bands. <laughs> like, like so frustrating. Yeah. Like, we'd see a band had a concert that was like, we're like, yes, look at it, icon. Oh. Uh, no. <laughs> why? <laughs> Parking but, around there yes. was terrible. Oh, it was just so Park. bad. Uh, but we saw them. Jeez, I want to say at least three times there. I think you're right, yeah. At yeah. least two. Yes, uh, definitely two. And, and I know a lot of the bands that we've mentioned here, I'm kind of able to break down each time we saw them. But, like, you would, like, it's easy with some other bands because it's like I saw this band with this band. And, like, but, like, you and I were always at these bands, so, like, the shows after a while kind of blend in to which yeah. one was which. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I know one of the times that we saw them was on Halloween. That's right. Yep. That was, a, they came out uh, and the, all the band had various masks on. That's right. Uh, yep. The lead guitarist, Noah, mm-hmm. was not there because his wife was just about to have a baby or had just had a baby or... I think I think she was about ready to pop. Like yeah, so he did not come out. But uh, I think the guy who filled in for guitar and the bassist, they both had like the like. I'm not a horror movie guy, so they had Mike Myers bass on. Mike Myers. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, like the old like the old school like leather face horror hockey yeah. mask. That's Jason. Uh, they came. Okay, with that one. The, yeah. They came out with like the yeah the Jason like yep. the plastic. Yeah. Or hockey mask. Yeah. Uh, one of them, I, they all threw him into the crowd. I caught one of them. Oh, that's right. You did. And then after the show, had them all sign it. There you go. They were like at their merch table, or yeah. they were like at the stage, or something. They always did a, like a little meet and greet after the show. It was awesome. So oh. cool. And so I got them all to sign it. And then, uh, so that was fun. Mm -hmm. And then I saw them, uh, well, then I think the first time I saw them was actually you and I went to Kingdom Bound and saw them. It was, like, after, I think, Smitty FM, like, a day after it, we went there, like, in the afternoon. Yep, that's right, yep. And we saw them there, and it was cool. And then we it's saw awesome. the few shows at Icon, and again, fun times. And then I can't remember, like, because then I saw them at Kingdom Mound a few times. Yes, and I think and those I times like was without me. One of them was because uh, yeah. I used to with uh, friends of ours uh, who were at the time relevant worship. I used to do. I was kind of a part of their team. Like yes. I would, for a lot of worship shows, like the bands would put the words on a screen. Yes. And for them, I was the guy running the computer, putting the words on the screen. That's right. So for a few years there, I got to be like at Kingdom Bound, like backstage. Like, yes. Like I've stood on the Performing Arts Center stage, looking out into like it was an empty crowd, but like, That's you know, cool. for a guy who's at. Numerous, numerous, numerous Darien Lake shows. Yeah, to be on the other side of it. Yeah. Yeah, getting the stand on that stage was like, oh. That's cool. This is really cool. Yeah, yeah, that is cool. And so 
one of the years I was there helping, Pillar was performing at the old park stage, which was like pretty much that was where all the real rock bands played. Mm-hmm. And I, knowing that, because I was there every day, because that band, Relevant Worship, who is now uh, changed, evolved into Brothers McClurg. Mm-hmm. But Relevant Worship, they would play the worship stage in the morning every day. Yes. So for the whole, like, almost week of Kingdom Bound, we were there every day. But then on the day that I knew Pillar was coming, I brought my, brought my signed hockey mask. To get go. that one, the guitarist who wasn't at that one show. Ah, yes. And so after the show, I had my little, I had like a little pass or something, because I was out in the crowd, and I was able after the show to walk behind the, go behind the stage, go backstage, pop the guitarist know, and I'm like, hey man, awesome show. Hey, do you mind signing this? And I'd be like. <laughs> And then I told him, I'm like, this was on like a Halloween show years ago that you weren't able to be at. Yeah. I go, but I have everyone else on here. He goes, yeah, man, no problem. Took a picture with him. And That's awesome. It was super cool. And uh, got a couple of years before they put out, because they did a cover of Collective Souls hits on Shine. Oh, yeah. And which actually just recently popped up on my Facebook memories of you leaving a comment to me saying, Hey man, have you heard Pillow do this song? <laughs> and a couple years before that, I got to hear them do it live. And oh, it was pretty nice. darn cool. That's awesome. And at that point, uh, their lineup was the kind of. Not so great. The weird version where yeah. the drummer Lester and Kalel had left the band and yes. they brought two other guys in. Yeah, and I mean they were still awesome, but yeah, it, Pillar. It just wasn't always the same. had fun. Yeah, it wasn't the same. Yeah, and like I'd bought the album that that version of the band put out, and it wasn't bad, but do didn't do anything for me. Yeah, like we said earlier, the um, where did we go from here was like yeah, one of their best albums, and but yeah, Pillar was definitely a band that. Anytime they came around, you and I, like, pretty much you were like, hey, we're going to the show. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I was the one initiating it. On yeah. And, yeah. You're yep. the one who always took the lead. And I can't remember if we've said before, but then became a tradition of anytime we did go to a show at Icon, mm-hmm. down the street was a little pizza place called Prima Pizza. That's right. We'd go after, get a post-show slice of pizza and... And head back to Batavia. But, That's right. Yeah. Pillar. Smitty has seen them. Rye Guy has seen them. That's right. And they were awesome live. They were awesome. Yeah. Could I add a little bit? Do you mind? Uh, okay. Please. Okay. Please. So. Um, one of the rare times. One of the rare times you can. So I by know. All means. I know. So I remember my first time seeing them was actually a year before I had introduced them to you. Um. And again, it was it was at that time where I was kind of new uh, to my faith and everything, and still very much under the idea that um, I don't believe this now, but under the idea that if you are a Christian, you only listen to Christian music. And on their little bios on their band website, um, they each said like some of their influences and most of their influences, musical influences were not Christian bands. 
And uh, the thing that, like, I was already, like, really into their music. I got introduced to it by a friend. And um, I had, like, contacted directly somehow the band. And Noah Henson, their guitar player that you already mentioned, um, awesome dreads, by the way. Like, grade A dreadlocks. Um, and he, and, he, and he gets them going like this, you know, oh. and he's like, oh, it's so awesome. Um, and for audio listeners, you could not see me, but I was twirling my head. Um, but, I mean, we're talking about head banging. You yeah. Can, you can visualize you can, what we You do. can visualize it. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I just remember, uh, after the show, like he emailed me and he was like, Hey, I would love to talk about this with you. Cause I was like kind of struggling with it a little bit. Like, like, you know, rationalizing listening to non-christian music while being a christian uh performer so he's like i would love to talk to you after the show about it you know he knew kingdom bound was coming i was going to be there this is kingdom bound 03 and uh they had just re-released the fireproof album and uh after the show um (laughs) it was funny because i remember uh good old fat flip phones um, I was in, I was in the meet and greet line a, after the show, and I was you know giving them a little poster I think to sign. And my mom had called uh, while I was in the line, and I actually ter- I actually answered it for I don't know why I would. Um, and their lead singer Rob Beckley, he took he's like who, who's he's like hey who who's that on the phone? I'm like oh it's my mom. He's like here give me the phone. And I'm like, okay. And he took the phone. He's like, hey, hey, sorry, your son's gonna have to call you back. And he hung up. I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh, it was, it was awesome. Okay, hold on, because anyone gets that that's a crazy story. Yes, but I know your mom. Yes. And oh my goodness, I cannot imagine how mad she must have been. I I don't remember there being a lot of rage, but I could have also like forgotten about that. Locked it out. <laughs> yeah, because I was I was eighteen, just graduated from high school a couple months before, so I'm still not like fully independent and all that stuff. So, <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, like I could believe he did that, and then once once everybody else left the show, you know, left the show, left the signing uh, meet and greet thing, um. There was no, he was waiting for me, you know, and, and he came over and we chatted a bit and, you know, like re- that like really solidified just like no matter what you thought of their music, like that's a solid guy. Like he didn't have to do that, you know? Yeah. You know, and he like, didn't. He could have been like, yeah, we'll meet and then like could have just blown it off. Like, exactly. Oh, this came up. Exactly. But yeah, that that's a stand up thing to do. Yeah. Like that was super cool. And then I introduced them uh, to you um, uh, about a year later. We went and saw them, and Rob Beckley had gone through a transformation, like uh, physically, like he just he made himself look a lot different. He grew out his hair, dyed it jet black. The year before, when I saw them, it was pretty short. Um, I think he had just come come off of like a being in the army reserves so like he couldn't keep have his hair long but he was out of that so he got grew it out and everything and man that show was awesome that was such a good show um and then i remember i think we saw them a few months later that which was our second time together seeing them my third time overall seeing them 
And yeah, it was that Halloween show. Yeah. Or no, it wasn't uh, a Hall- it wasn't a Halloween no. show. But I do remember that it felt off. Like their show wasn't as good as the Kingdom Bound one. And I remember we left a little disappointed and we found out that the next night they played in Elmira and apparently had a show that blew the blew the roof off the place. And I remember you being like, Oh man, I wish we could have been at the Elmira show. Uh I think like Rob had like heard his voice you know like he was having some vocal issues sore throat sort of yeah, thing yeah i vaguely remember that yeah and then i think you and i didn't see them together again until two years later when it was that halloween show the showdown played with them and yes. and i remember i think shane went with us actually to that show too I don't um, believe so. No, I, okay. I the Halloween show was just you and me. That's right. I am misremembering it. That's right. You're you're correct. Uh, but I remember when we were watching the showdown, they were one of the openers, and one of the guitar players' hands was moving so fast, and it, and you like bumped me because I wasn't paying. I was looking at something else. You bumped me. You're like, dude look at his hand and it was just like you couldn't see it like it was just a blur <laughs> we're like how is he playing this fast this is ridiculous um so that was really cool uh and i think i think that was the last time that i saw them with you but that uh, so for us together i think it was like two out of three were really good shows and as meatloaf says two out of three ain't bad so <laughs> You gotta stop referencing Meatloaf. This is not the first time. I know, I know. Uh, so, but yeah, it was uh, like they're just—they were such a good band. They're such good guys. Um, Michael Wittig is the the bass player's name. He he went by Kalel when he was in um, Pillar because it was he loved Superman, so he went by. He said Kalel like because he didn't expect people to say Kalel, you know, like. Like uh, like the bunch of nerds that we are, um, yeah. and Lester was their drummer, and he he's I think the best drummer that I have ever seen. Um, he's just amazing. Uh, although I mean, yeah. I mean, anyways, we don't have to go into all that, but yeah, they were just they were just so awesome, and they were all such cool guys, and and uh, I'm glad that you and I got to see those guys together a number of times. Yeah, there it was always fun. <laughs> yeah, uh, always a good time. Yeah, we saw. Like, yeah, we did see him a few times. Like, And yeah, I do remember we saw him at Kingdom Mountain, then it was like a couple months later. And I know at one, I think it might have even been that first time I saw them at Kingdom Mountain, because you had gotten me into them. I bought their CD. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure like, we did the mean greet. I like had them all like sign like the liner note book. Yes. Remember those things? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, physical <laughs> booklet that yeah. that came with a physical item that had the music on it. That's right. That's uh, right. Yeah. But yeah, so like I remember having him sign in. I think if I remember correctly, I had because that was probably summer of '04. Yep. I had uh, gone. We had talked. I think previously I'd gone on vacation with my parents to San Diego, and I got like. This T-shirt from like a Christian store, I that I found at a mall, mm-hmm. and I can't remember the name of the company, but it was like, it was like starting to be like a known company in that community. I remember, I think I was wearing it at that show, and like one or two of the guys were like, 
hey man pretty cool shirt and like they're <laughs> I'm like yeah it's this company and they're like yeah yeah and like they were cool about it and that's awesome yeah I just remember them like just anytime we interacted with the band they were just cool dudes and yes like we said like at the shows at the icon like Kalel like before the show yes. I think I remember like he would come out like and talk like Mm-hmm. Like you being part of street team, that'd be like a message, like "Hey, meet here," mm-hmm. and like we'll talk. And like I would kind of like you, like I kind of wasn't allowed, and not in a bad way, but like yeah. I wasn't a part of the street team, so I didn't earn yeah. earn that like encounter. Or and I remember uh, that's where I learned the rule that you don't wear. A band's shirt that you're going to see live because you don't want to come off. I the, is it the rule that it's kind of a rule like that because you don't want to come off as too much of a fan. It's like <laughs> so. <laughs> okay, so we'll we'll side jump into this. Yes, it is a rule that I live by. Yes, it is a rule that I have kind of pressed on a lot of my friends. Yes, it is a rule I got from a movie. Oh, called PCU okay. that was like movie. the early 90s okay. had Jeremy Piven and oh. David Spade wow okay had a had a young John Favreau before he was John oh. Favreau okay uh it was a movie that used to get played on Comedy Central a lot <laughs> okay <laughs> uh at one point John Favreau's character it's about like this frat that's like Kind of like the newer day Animal House, okay. not as debaucherous, but like they were the frats on campus that the dean always wanted to shut down. And and at one point, John Favreau's character is going to go to a concert, and Jeremy Piven's character was kind of, he was the lead guy. He was like the cool guy of the group, and he's like, "You're going to wear the T-shirt of the band. You're going to go see." <laughs> Yeah. And he goes, don't be that guy. Don't be that and guy. The, and that is the phrase that I had used numerous times mm-hmm. to you, to yes. various people. And yes. kind of the theory is, and it's kind of like opposite of going to a sporting event. Where yes. When you go to a sporting event, you're showing, like, I support this team yes. because the, there's an opposing team. You go into a Bills game, you wear a Bills jersey, unless you're supporting the away team. Right, but like, yeah. But that's the thing. When you go to a concert, there isn't like an away <laughs> team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think the theory is, if you're at the show, then you're a fan of the band. So yeah. You don't need to be wearing that band shirt. Yes. Yeah. The one caveat I do, oh, pardon me, uh, abide by is if you buy, you buy the shirt. At, at the, the show. show. Oh, of course, yeah. Because it's I usually the tour shirt feel, with the dates on it and all that. Yeah, if you feel yeah. so inclined to then put that shirt on, I think that's one thing. But if you yeah. like leave your house wearing the shirt of the band you're going to go see, and I mean, I'll be honest, that's probably a dumb rule. <laughs> but it's one that, like... Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... I get the gist of the rule. By. I get the gist of the rule because, like, uh, again, you don't want to seem overeager and, like, you know, like, oh, my gosh, I'm seeing it, you know. But I, I think you you had mentioned that to me because I was wearing the Underground Army shirt. 
It was a special shirt that you could only buy if you were in the street team. And you looked at me and you said those words. You're like, are you wearing that shirt? Like, you don't wear the shirt of the band that you're going to see. And I was like, I, I, I didn't I didn't know this. I got I started getting all sheepish. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, you don't do that. And I was like, well, if I that's the only way that uh, they're doing like a special meet and greet just for their street team people and I got to be wearing their shirt. And you're like, oh, oh, okay, okay. If it's for that, then it's okay. But, you know, because there were just a few of us with that shirt at the show. I think there was like three or four of us. So, like, it wasn't a lot of people. But, um, but yeah, and, and that's that's where I learned that rule. And and then ever since then, it, it, to me, again, it's still, it, like, it doesn't fully make sense. But at the same time, I it do. It does kind of, and it doesn't. Yeah, it's like. like if, if you really think about it, yeah. it's dumb. <laughs> but it's still one that I abide by. Like, when yeah. I go to a band, like, if I go to a concert, I'll wear a shirt of a similar band. Yes. Yeah. But and I agree with that. I mean, everyone can do whatever you want. Like I'm not your, like your dad. I'm not your boss. Do whatever you want. Yeah, like if we're, you know, if we're gonna go see Metallica, you're gonna wear Backstreet Boys. You know, like that's that's how it works. So there's (laughs) almost almost as. (laughs) <laughs> I was trying. I was trying so hard. Uh, I, had, I had a mouthful of water. Yeah, almost. Ah, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, so close. But uh, but yeah, but so, yeah so killer. We've a seen lot them of fun times together. Killer. Good shows. Good guys. Awesome. Awesome. And yes. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, so moving on from that, uh, we got some catching up to do. Yes. Because we're important, two important episodes of Loki since the last time we recorded two. The final last two, two episodes. That's right. That's right. So I, now, okay, how are we gonna call, are we gonna try and keep it like episode five and then move on, or is it just gonna be our best, our favorite stuff from each one? Let's try to talk about each episode. Okay. But, okay. I mean. We'll see. We'll we'll do our best. Okay. Give so, it the old community college try. Yes. So at the end of episode four, there is the mid credit scene where Loki, after being pruned, wakes up, and there's a bunch of other Lokis. Yes. And so then we get into episode five. Yes. Yeah, so then that leads us into episode five, and he's talking to all the Lokis, and and then we meet. At one point, we meet President Loki, and that was awesome. That was so cool because it's the only other Loki where it's actually Tom Hiddleston as well. Yeah. Uh, and just a little little character quirk where he's just he's still he's still kind of a jerk and not so um, reformed evolved. as he is now. Yeah, evolved. And he's and I love it's that scene from the trailer. I still love where he's just like, come on, what did you expect? You know, like just the way he delivers yeah. that, it gives me goosebumps every time. It's just so good. And it's like, it was funny because, like, watching the trailer, not knowing anything about the TVA or variants or exactly, you know, yeah. the, the premise of multiple Lokis. Yeah. You just see that and you, like, oh, at one point, he's when's he gonna like look that. like that? And yeah, the, and he has the horns, and yep. he's surrounded by people. Yep. So then, going five episodes in, 
and being like, I haven't seen that scene. And <laughs> yeah. then introducing the various Lokis, you're yep. just like, oh, okay. Yep, yep. And then Alligator Loki, yes. There's an alligator oh, yeah. form think, of Loki. I some people have been calling that because alligators supposed to be called crocodiles. I think some people have been going with Croaky. I don't like it. No, no. <laughs> I'm not, no, no, that's wrong. Because uh, then, no, no, no. Anyways, no, moving on from that, because I don't like that. I'm, I'm, I no, I just, no, I, I, I'm in denial. I, I'm not going to honor that. No, that's dumb. That's so dumb. <laughs> oh, my God. I love how much you are just rejecting that. <laughs> no. Croaky. Gosh. No. Come on. That's that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Oh, my gosh. Just, I mean, besides the fact that there is an alligator or crocodile version of a person that that has always been a human, but now there's an animal version of him. Uh, he bites off President Loki's hand, and he's like, he looks down, and he's like, ah! He's like screaming, like, oh my gosh, what is happening right now? Um, and there's, and we get introduced to Kid Loki and Old Loki, and and Kid Loki, they, you know, they say at one point because he's like was for the group that he was with mm-hmm. was given the orders and. Mm-hmm. The, we'll say the main Loki, the, the the main Loki that we had been seeing throughout the show. Mm-hmm. At one point, he asked the other Lokis, like, I, why is he in charge? Yeah. And they all just kind of paused, like, because he's the only one that killed Thor. Yeah. No, and, he asked just, he asked him what made him a variant. Like, why did they send him there? And he says, because I killed Thor. Oh, I thought it was, why is he, I thought it was... He asked why, like he was in charge. I'm, I'm pretty. Sh- I I thought it was. I thought he was asking him why he was a variant, but I could be wrong. I I I wanted to rewatch the episodes before we talked about them tonight, so they were a little bit more fresh. But they're. St- I mean, they they were so good. They they're like burned in my memory now because they were just so awesome. Uh, did you notice the frog Thor? I did not, but I heard about it online. Yes. So I, I saw because, little things of, like, what you missed. Yeah. And because there is, at one point in the comics, uh, <laughs> where Thor was turned into a frog. Yeah, I believe by and, Loki. <laughs> what's that? I believe by, by Loki, Loki yeah. yeah. And from what I heard, I guess it makes a ribbit at one point. And from what I heard, <sighs> that was voiced by Chris Hemsworth. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, like I didn't catch it in the show at all, so I think yeah, I might have to go back and rewatch it and try and catch that. Yeah. Uh, which uh, real quick note: Did you watch the What If trailer? Yeah. Marvel What If. Okay. We, we'll, we can discuss that next week. Um, yes. But uh, yeah, like that was that was cool to see all that stuff and like to see all the different Lokis and. Um, Flight of the Valkyries basically being played as um, old Loki is like creating uh, a, 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 an illusion version of Asgard, just like yeah. summoning it from the ground, and that was really cool. Oh, I'm giving myself chills just like thinking about yeah. that scene. Like it's so good. And uh, what's the um, what's that? What's that monster? What was it called? Uh, Elias. Oh. Goliath, because yes. I was like, I remember it sounds like Goliath, but without the G. So Goliath, 
That was cool. And Owen Wilson was back. Um, that was awesome. And some of the other shows that I've listened to, they were trying to theorize that maybe he's a Loki because all you know, the, all the Lokis keep talking about that they're survivors. So like. He's the only person there that's not a Loki that has survived this place, but I don't think yeah. he, I don't think he's a Loki. <clears throat> um, but it's it's a possibility. It's a possibility, I but I haven't heard that theory. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's true, but I don't think it is either. But um, I mean, we'll maybe find out more in the future. Yeah, I I remember feeling a little disappointed that we didn't get more with Ravana and Sylvie before Sylvie pruned herself to send her send herself to the other Lokis. Because, well, we should be like, yeah, because in that part, uh, Sylvie was trying to get Ravana, the judge, to yes. like give her answers or give her something, and she didn't yeah. have them, and they were trying to make up a truce, mm-hmm. and then just as they were about to like Continue. Ravana called in guards and was trying yeah. to attack Sylvie and yeah, betrayed her. And so then Sylvie, yeah, proved what a herself. surprise! <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So then she yeah, proved so herself then, and uh, sent. So then, because oh wait, so then she uh, was it? No, I'm getting confused. Yeah. So she did then show up at towards the end of episode five, yeah. Because then it, I think it was closer standing. to the middle, because her and Owen Wilson were driving in that car. Owen Wilson picked her up yeah. when she was about to get attacked by Eliath, I think. And I remember like Eliath is chasing them in the car, and it doesn't. They they don't they cut away, and it looked like Eliath was either going to catch them or. Or is still at least chasing them, and then it cuts back to them, and they're fine. I was like, I, I was a little bit confused by that, by that editing a little bit. I don't know if that happened to you, but I remember looking over at Grace and I was like, um, "How are they okay?" Like last we saw, they were getting chased. So I didn't, I, I didn't see that unless uh, again, maybe I'm just, I was just reading too much into, you know. Yeah, I don't. I'll be honest, I don't specifically remember that exact moment, so... Okay. Yeah. Again, it could have been just me overthinking it a little bit. Yeah, so they then meet up with Loki and the other Lokis. Yeah. And I do love the interaction that happened every time someone new met up with that group. Yeah. Be it President Loki or Mobius or Sylvie and... Yeah. Is that an alligator? Yeah. (laughs) Is that a Loki? Or is that one of us? Yes. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) And that was just a fun little, like, so good. Like, every character, like, like, because there's a little alligator with the Loki horn. Yeah. And so good. So, uh, you know, they meet up and then they uh, realize that her, Sylvie, and main Loki have two varying thoughts on Elias. Main Loki wants to try and kill it. Yes. Because that's kind of his go to move. Yep. And Sylvie is like, no, that's the watchdog for whatever really behind it. Yes. And she's, he's like, so what are you going to do? She's like, I'm going to enchant it. He's like, do you know how to do that? She's like, 
<laughs> but she they did set it up that she felt like why she felt she could do it because she had that little bit of connection and she saw something yeah. very briefly. Um, so that was set up well. It wasn't just like a hunch that she had. Like she actually saw that she could possibly do it. Um, I did like the scene where the where that ship falls in and Eliath goes to attack it as Loki's like, okay, so I'm going to sneak behind it while it's distracted. And then Eliath just annihilates the ship. And then in he like looks seconds. like, yeah, and he's like, okay, I think we're going to need a new plan. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's good. That's good. That's funny. And yeah. just, we've said it numerous times on the show, Tom Hiddleston is just so darn good. So good. Like, we, we don't like, deserve him. I've said it before. I'll say it again. We don't deserve like, him. The fact that, you know, and like I mentioned just a little bit ago, uh, how his character kind of evolved throughout the show. Mm-hmm. How it goes from just this ego-driven, like, I know everything. I am just so, like, to then, like, in that moment. Where he's like, yeah, this will work. And then how he just plays it so... Okay, we need a new plan. Yeah. Just, he is just so good. Yeah, he's so good. And, like, if they need Loki to be a little funny, he can pull it off. If they need him to be have a bloated ego that really doesn't have a basis for him to have a bloated ego, it's just the way he is, he, he pulls that off. If you need him Person, to be emotional. Yeah. Emotional and grounded. Like, he's just... Ugh. I just saw some today where I guess he said in an interview where he would be okay playing Loki forever. Ugh. He's like, I would love to play Loki for as long as I can. Ugh. And there are some char- there's some characters where you're like, you know, I'm good. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I'll say like, with Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr., he like, you know, kind of went out at a good point. Like, yes. Not really sure what else he could have done. I don't really know what else they will do with Loki, but yeah. right now, anytime Marvel and Tom Hiddleston want to give me some Tom Hiddleston Loki, I'm I'm in. I'm on absolutely, board. absolutely, especially with him showing that he can <clears throat> he can play President Loki as well, which is a thing from the comics, and do it you know and and turn divert back to the egomaniacal Loki, you know, like just totally full of himself and overly confident for no reason. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so, you know, they come up with a plan. They, you know, going into, go into great detail. Yeah. Uh, they uh, start struggling with enchanting Loki or Eliath. Mm-hmm. And then Sylvia and Loki, they cold hands. And as has been shown a couple times in the series, that then kind of, strengthens their powers. That's right. He, like, learns to enchant. Yeah, so then, yes, Loki learns how to do it, and they they do it, and then that kind of, that was how the fifth episode ends. Yeah, they they see, like, a castle in the distance. So then, when episode six opens up, it's weird because like there was like real world sound bites on top of MCU sound bites, um, going through was, the I, galaxy. I didn't, it seemed like it might be like the new, because Marvel's been known to like 
throughout a show or something, like, kind of change up the, like, Marvel intro. Yes. So when I thought that they were changing up because they were having audio from the movies kind of match up with what was being shown. Yeah. And as it was going on, I turned to Mrs. Smitty, I'm like, I don't think I like this. Yeah. <laughs> but then uh, how the audio continued, I'm like, okay, this yeah. is to go with the show. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so then... Uh, so... I think they're yeah. standing, like, right in front of the castle, and they're looking at it, and they're trying to figure out what the heck they're going to do. <laughs> and they're like, I think Sylvie says, we're going we're gonna to go in, and we're going to kill him. We're, whoever's in there, we're going to kill him. And, and then we meet, uh, I guess it's been confirmed, but he didn't actually say his name. Well. Oh, okay. I've read a few things. So, they meet. The person who is behind the TVA, yeah, and the only name they gave him for this show was the one who remained, right? And um, so at first I didn't know who that was, and I didn't recognize Same. that actor. Same here. Uh, but it turns out that is the actor who will be playing Kane the Conqueror mm-hmm. in the Ant Man and the Wasp sequel. Correct. Quantum Mania. Yes. It's already been confirmed that Kane would be in that movie mm-hmm. and that this actor was going to be playing him. Yes. But I have was not familiar with that actor, so upon seeing him, it didn't mean anything to me. Yeah. Uh, but it turns out that because, and we'll just jump in, mm-hmm. he's talking about it, like, and he shows, like, kind of, like, little visuals. Like, they're trying to attack him, and he's... Like, you can see, like, he, like, time travels away, like, mm-hmm. two seconds away here and two seconds away here. Yeah. And he tells them that he knows everything they're going to do. Yeah. Because he's seeing all of time. And he then mentions how there's been a lot of him because they all found, they discovered the multiverse. Yeah. And he he's saying conquered. And as soon as he said conquered, I went, oh, that's who that is. Yeah. And... But from what I've heard, that that is not officially... That was not Kane the Conqueror yeah. on Loki. Well, yeah, because now he's dead. <laughs> well, no, but because that character was not Kane the Conqueror. That oh, was okay. He remained. Okay, okay. Like, one of the variants, the other, because he said that there was... Yeah, infinite variants, variants yeah. Because they were working together, and then some rebelled, and... Yeah. So from what I've and from what I've read, that character was not originally supposed to be the tie-in to Kang. Mm. But apparently that actor performed so well, they loved it that Marvel then changed their plans wow. and made that into what it is. That's cool. Yeah, that's awesome because he was per- so good. Per- oh, like crazy and. Uh, kind of, kind of like, just kind of thinking about it now, kind of like Tom Hanks and Castaway, where okay. you're by, you're isolated by yourself yeah. for so long that yep. you just kind of, your mind snaps and he's crazy yeah. and he'd be mid, like, mid meaningful sentence and just start eating an apple. Yeah. And. Yeah. He was very, he was very kooky. Very unnerving. Very, yeah. like, un- just 
made me uneasy, but I loved it. Like, it was in a good way, because it's like, you don't know what to expect with this guy. So it was very right, much and, in the best way. And, like, the character was very, like, I know what's going to happen. You can't mm-hmm. do anything I don't know, because mm-hmm. I know everything's going to happen. And then she tried attacking okay. again, but and then, he moved out of the way. But then he gets <laughs> to a point where he's like, I know where everything's going to happen, until now. Because yeah. now I have no idea what's happening. Yeah. Because that was officially, I guess, the end of time. Yeah. Which is so, it's so weird to like, to think about that and then, like, he just didn't know. He just didn't, and, and, and you're thinking like, can they trust him? Like, is he telling the truth? Because he, you know, like, but at oh, the same because... time, it, it didn't seem like he had been lying up to that point. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, they had offered uh, Loki and Sylvie mm-hmm. the chance to take over mm-hmm. as, like, because it was kind of revealed that he was the one behind the Time Masters? Time Keepers. Time Keepers, yep. Told you. Six episodes <laughs> in. Could not remember the term for those characters. Yep, yep. Which uh, weren't characters at behind all. It. <laughs> he was the one behind it. Yep. And that. He was tired, and he didn't want. Essentially, he didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. But it was something that needed to be done. So he was offering the two of them the chance to take over and run the TVA, and or kill him and not do it and see what kind of chaos ensued. And he guaranteed there would be a multiversal war. Yes. And Loki and Sylvie disagreed greatly on what to do and Loki said we should do this so that there isn't chaos. Yeah. And Sylvie, because throughout the show, the kind of the running theme is that they trust each other. Yeah. And he was finally being finally putting others' interests in front of his. Yeah. But then Sylvie just assumed that because the term was the you know, because he just wanted the throne, the throne of being in charge, and he was adamant they didn't, and he goes, well, of course that's what he would say, and yeah. so then they fought, yeah. and then it seemed like they were going to be on the same page, and then she sent them through a time window and got rid of them. Uh, but what happened before that? Yes, they kissed, which... <laughs> You didn't care for it. No, I did not. Because in theory, Loki kissed himself. Yeah, I, I didn't like it at all. But but the one point that I brought to you when we talked the other day is, I, while the kiss was eh, I feel like they did it to then make her getting rid of him mean yes. more. Because I yes. hear they had this big emotional connection. And it doesn't even have to be romantic. I guess it, I get that it was a kiss. Yeah. But I feel like it was this emotional thing so then for him to like be putting himself out there and her to kind of like send him away uh you know a sense of betrayal yeah which and i and i definitely like i definitely see that being the case um but it it for me it's just still like it's hard to get over the fact that like he he essentially kissed himself. <laughs> so, but but I get it, and and it was effective, and and then you know she she kills the one who remains, and and then uh, 
Loki is running around, you know, trying to find... At the um, TVA. Yeah, at the TVA, yep. She sent him back to the TVA. And um, he's running around looking for Mobius, and uh, he finds him, um, but Mobius does not recognize him. Well, because right before he finds him, yes. they show, because throughout the show, anytime there is a, you know, they're monitoring the secret timeline. Yes. And they want to keep it linear. And yes. anytime there was a branch off of it, what they were pruning. So there's no branches. Then once Sylvie killed he who remains, who now no longer remains, <laughs> uh, uh, the timeline was branching at exponential amounts. Like, oh, yeah. she could see it, like, where they were. Like, yeah. Like, she could see the timeline, but then, like, the monitor that they used throughout the series at the TVA was just showing just tons of branches. So kind of showing that chaos was ensuing. And so then, yeah, Loki meets up with them and quickly, like, tries to, like, Bill Mobius and I can never remember that guard's number. B-15. Yeah, her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, like, kind of use all the information on them and they just look at him and yeah he's like wait aren't you an analyst like who like and I can't remember what else he said but pretty much you quickly realize that they have no idea who he is yeah and then they pan and what used to be the statue of the timekeepers the three of them yeah was now a, a singular statue of he who remained yeah and kind of showing that now things have changed and yeah, like she and, like Sil. Like, I don't think Sylvie was even aware that she sent him to a different like timeline. So, well, yeah. I mean, I don't think she sent him to a different timeline. I think her killing him. Oh, created. and then okay, yeah, okay, yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, because she killed him, and then when she did that, because. Then all the branches then yeah. created, and I think because he was the one in charge of the TVA, that greatly affected the TVA. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and I uh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I, I was so I was impressed by it. I was a little disappointed with little bits here and there, but just overall, just so good. And so, Mrs. Smith and I, the, and like, you know, you see that realization that they don't know who Loki is. You see that statue. Yeah. Then the show ended. Yeah. And, you know, up until this point, this being the third Marvel Disney Plus series, <laughs> so far the other two series is of the understanding that they were just one-shot series. Mm -hmm. And those episodes were it. Yep. And so, going into this... At no point has there been any announcement, confirmation, anything mm -hmm. about there being another season. Yeah. So being the precedent is that. So we're just like, I mean, and like knowing that like these shows are leading into next batches of movies. Mm -hmm. But like we're sitting there, Mrs. Smitty and I, and we kind of look at each other. And she started to get a little PO'd. She's <laughs> like, I don't know like that because 
you know, like WandaVision, that they have a few questions, but like mostly answered everything. Yeah. And like you get you got closure. Falcon Winter, yeah. Falcon Winter Soldier ended that that story, but then left room for more because mm-hmm. of the movies. For Loki, it ended, and you had almost like I think maybe one or two answers, but mm-hmm. like twenty questions. Yeah. And so we're sitting there and we're just like, wait, what do you mean? I'm like, wait, they're going to have to, like, so I'm like, okay, are they going to have to, like, try and figure out how to answer these questions in the form of other characters' movies? Yeah. But then, sure enough, Marvel made credit scene, just showed paperwork, the stamp on the paperwork, and Loki will return in season two. And as soon as you saw that, I'm like, Okay, we're All gonna right. get some answers. Thank goodness. <laughs> there it is. Yep. Yeah, I was I was glad to see that first time they've announced it. I mean, they announced it or you know announced the second season for any of these shows, and they announced it in the credits, like not even leaving it to to be questioned, like just having it right in there. Like that is so cool. And I think and I think they had to because like I oh said, yeah, the reaction being like. Well, what the heck do you mean we're not <laughs> going to get these answers? Yeah. Kind of like, kind of giving you that four minutes of the hell's going on. Yeah. And as soon as you see that, you're like, okay, all right, I feel better by now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and because yeah. I think most importantly, I think the, the main thing about there being a season two is we better see freaking Mobius on a jet ski. I know. I know. Eventually we have to. On a jet ski. Eventually that needs to happen. The eventual payoff. That's right. Has to be in a movie, in season two, whatever. Mobius needs to be on a jet ski. That's right. It's just, I mean, it has to happen. That's right. That's the only way that Loki can end is with Mobius on a jet ski. Uh, but yeah, yeah, so like it leaves tons of questions. Uh, the frustrating part is, since they just announced it, I'm hoping that they've maybe at least started some form of production. We can hope. So that, I mean, I would imagine it won't be at least so mid-next year, maybe this time next year, that season two. I'm guessing it's probably not going to be for another two years. Another so, two. Another two. We, I, I doubt we will see anything until 2023. Um, oh. Yeah. I Just the way that they produce shows, I just, I have the feeling it's going to be choosing. I mean, they knew they were doing this with Loki uh, before Avengers Endgame even came out. And we didn't see it until two years later. I don't know if part of that was because of COVID stuff um, or if it was the plan all along to have it be two years after Avengers Endgame. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't see, I don't see a second season coming until 2023. So, yeah, I, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't make me happy to say it, but just knowing that I'm going to say next year, Based mm. on the fact that, like, I think just, you wait, because, like, a movie's one thing, like, because you kind of know yeah. that there's going to be a lot of time between them. Yeah. But for, like, a TV show, there would be that much 
downtime between mm-hmm. a season one and a season two. Oh, yeah. I, I just don't see that. I think they're smart enough for stuff like that to know that they can't wait two years to give us answers on something that they showed, like, now. Yeah, I mean, I... I get what you're saying there, for sure. I... And we do have a good example of getting a second season out timely with The Mandalorian that came out one year later. Um, But... I don't know. I just have a feeling it's not going to be for two years. I mean, because there are examples of shows that did take that extra year off in between seasons. I mean, Game of Thrones final season, because of all the extra stuff they had on top of it. Not that it was great, but the but season eight ended in like July or August of 2017, and we didn't see season nine until April of 2019. So almost two years later. Um the Witcher second season doesn't come out until December this year. And that, um, you know, that was December of 2019 that that came out. Um, Stranger Things uh, famously have had about a year and a half to two years in between seasons. So it isn't unheard of, and especially with the production value that they put into the Marvel shows um, and knowing the level that they want it to be at. I have a feeling we're not going to see it for two years. But hopefully I'm wrong. I want to be wrong. Yes. I want to be wrong. I hope you're wrong too. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. So, I mean, there was... Like, there's probably tons of stuff we could dive into, but we're not one of those shows that, you know, showers every second of this (laughs) means this and this means this. But uh, it was... It was crazy and like yes. you said like you kind of it ends kind of leaving you po'd because you're like no like like yeah. I said thinking <laughs> it was the end of it like yeah you can answer like half of what you started oh and we didn't bring up how they showed uh b15 yes about how her oh yes section of time where ravana is a teacher yes yeah and like they just show that yeah and then that's then that's all they showed for it you're like okay and then she's back talking with the mobius that mean? it felt it felt a well she was trying to show the other soldiers and hunters <clears throat> like why oh yeah yeah she was showing him like hey we're all variants we weren't born in the tva like we were all taken off of our timelines because of something we did. Um, and, uh, yeah. And, and I'm glad that they addressed that because it was something that I was concerned. Like, what did they do that made them variants? You know, like, and he said, like, they were, they kind of called out, uh, the one who remains of like, so you just messed up people's lives just because you could, you know, like, you know, they step on some area that they didn't, you know, they weren't supposed to or something. You know, it's just these little itty-bitty differences, and then he steals the stole them away from their lives, you know. Um, so I, uh, I'm i glad that they addressed that because that was something that I was like, what the heck. But, yeah, um, it was good. It's probably my favorite of the TV series so far. Um, I would put I would put Loki at one, WandaVision at two, and Falcon and Winter Soldier third. Um, 
So. Yeah, I think that's a fair, fair ranking. Yeah. So. Like. Yeah. Uh, I think, as we said before, army, uh, with Loki and WandaVision, how they're both just like out there, just yes. like you know, Falcon Winter Soldier is kind of just a straight up superhero action thriller, whereas WandaVision was the craziness of that. Yeah. And Loki, the craziest of that, like, just like, you know, just swinging for the fences. Like, let's see how crazy we can get with this, yeah. and it works. Yeah. And that's what and I liked so, about it. Because, like, Marvel, there's so much potential. Like, yeah, you got, like, the more grounded military side with Winter Soldier and Falcon and, and that whole spy stuff going on. But when you've got other stuff, other fantastical stuff, like, magic and timelines and all this other stuff and bending reality like and altered everything. realities yeah, yeah like like it's that stuff is so much more interesting than stuff that we can see on the news <laughs> you know like yeah. the, the craziest thing that can happen with winter soldiers that his arm falls off you know like yeah. he's got a metal arm uh, you know so sorry i keep yeah, i, I but, kept interrupting i'm sorry it's okay. Uh, but it's, yeah, just like new areas to like play with. And, but yeah, so it was yeah. fun show. Like it was a fun series. Uh, definitely have enjoyed like kind of chatting about it the last few weeks. And absolutely now we just have who knows how long until we find out more. Well, we're definitely going to be talking about the what if series. I know that. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be fun, um, but that's not until uh, a few weeks from now. Right. Yeah. So. Actually, doesn't... No, you're right, it is a few Aug- weeks. August 11th. Actually, probably closer okay. to two... Yeah, just two or three weeks, but... I mean, in the next few episodes, I guess we'll just have to sit on our hands and talk about nothing. Yep. <laughs> It'll just be like two hours of... Silence. You know. <laughs> yeah. Two hours All right. of silence. But, uh, yeah, yeah, so that's Loki, and yeah. yeah. I was going to say, let us know what you think about it, but right, as of now, we don't have any any form of communication set up, so you can't really yeah. tell us much of anything. Yeah, working on that, I've been in contact with some people to help set up. Not that they're super complicated to, to do, you know, creating a Facebook group. Uh, definitely want to create a Discord server as well. So once those things are up and running, I will be putting links in the show notes for those. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you can find us on Spotify, Anchor, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and Radio... Did I already say Radio Public? I think so. Okay. There's one more in there. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're... We're doing good. We're having fun with this. Uh, you can find us uh, like on a lot of different places, and um, and oh, let's see here, Pocket Cast. That's what it was, Pocket Cast. Yeah. So um, it's awesome. We we love that you guys are that the people that are listening. You all are enjoying it. We're so happy. We're just happy to be doing this too. Like it's just fun to yeah. be able to sit down every week and chat with each other about goofy stuff. Yeah, Tell my good buddy about 
fun nerdy stuff that we like. That's right. That's right. So uh, you can find me on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash it's a wild rye guy. Which is a Pokemon reference, but you know, yes. <laughs> I think we might. I think have we're at the that point before. where you can just say the handle. That's right, and uh, yeah, I, I play games a couple, like at least a couple times each week, um, playing live, and uh, but uh, yeah, we're um, having fun with that, and so you can find us there. And then, like I said, I'm working on. Getting a getting a Facebook group set up, Discord server, we can chat and and uh, interact with everybody that's listening. So, like your mom and and your wife. <laughs> yeah. At first, I was gonna be like, "Dang, dude, what about my mom?" Be like, "Oh yeah, she she listened." So, okay. <laughs> thought you were so, throwing a, a mama joke in there. No, 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 no. I was I was sincere. My mom. Yeah, because she was a listener, so. Love you, yeah. Mrs. Smitty. <laughs> or Mama, Mama Smitty. Oh, Mama and, Smitty. And, and Mrs. Smitty. You're both you awesome. Smitty, yeah. yeah, you yeah. both are awesome. <laughs> all right. So with all that said, uh, we will call this uh, episode. We'll give it a wrap. And That's right. So uh, my co-host, Ryan Ryguy, uh, I am Smitty, and thank you for listening. That's right. Keep it locked.